buttons. All right, because my uh, it's preparing. Oh, we're live. We're going live in a second. Yeah. No, we're live now. Oh, okay, we're streaming live on YouTube as we speak. But just give it a second as I it hooks up to YouTube and all that stuff. So, anyways, all right. So we're live on YouTube, everyone. Hello, everyone. How you doing? Tonight? What's going on, everybody? Uh, welcome to the Superview Show. Show mixed bag where all we do is talk anything from anywhere and any time at all. So I know, um, right? Yeah, this is what we do. So we got to remember next time when it starts live streaming, we have to uh, uh, share everyone. Hey, we already got two likes. All right, let me Bill, let me forward you the link so you can share it to everyone. Sounds good. So I hope everybody's doing good today. Yeah, uh, Bill, you, hope- you, yeah, Bill, you start us off for a little bit today. I'm just going to get everyone everything set on my end, okay? I hope you all um I hope you all slept well last night. Oh, I hope yeah. you all um I know everybody's on on pins and needles because of you know what. And I know oh, you're probably watching this because you need a nice distraction and that's understandable. Who does not need a distraction? You know, that's what I say. So So all so, I anyways. gotta say is guys. Sit back, relax, and we in this show will be. We promise the show will be one hundred percent political free. Yes, no politics in this show at all. No politics. We because I'm sure you're all just sick of it right now, and you're just ready to go, and you're just all ready to have a stroke. We we understand. I was up late last mm-hmm. night too. We understand. We're just here to have some fun. And um, what are we talking about today, JT? Well, our topic today, Bill. I don't know if you know this or not, but today. Our topic today, everyone, is movie franchises that we love. And Bill and I have discussed this carefully. We're going to go into all the details for the next hour or so about all of our different, you know, franchises we love. Whether and we're not talking, we can do indie films another time. But for right now, it's all that's about whole, like that's a whole conversation in itself. Yeah, for right now, it's all about Star Wars, Marvel, DC. Uh, you name it, James Bond, Ghostbusters. Go go down the list. We're going to talk about it all today. So, Bill, why don't you start off? Why don't you do this? What, what's your top five franchises oh. that you've seen? So, right, you, you, you go first. You list off your five, and then I'll go from there. Okay. Well, this is in no particular order, if that's okay. Um, yeah, no particular. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to say I really love the Indiana Jones franchise. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Um, anything I just love. Um, I just love. I I think they're just fun movies to watch. I really think so too, actually. And I um, my personal favorite. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the Last Crusade is the best. Oh, I mean. Yes, to, to me uh, that argument always comes down to the, is the Last Crusade the best Indiana Jones film? I personally, Raiders of the Lost Ark is my favorite film of all time. So close contender. I think the the fact that the, and I don't include Crystal Skull, not because it was bad or whatever, whether it was good or not, but still, you know, like it was it was okay. I, you know what? I actually, and I'm probably gonna get a lot of shit for this. I kind of like. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I haven't seen it in years, but yeah, it's been a long time. So, but um, I think what everybody got pissed off was was of course the aliens. I know. Yeah, that was a that was a rough yeah, thing. That know, was a but... very rough thing, and I know people are pissed off about it. But uh, yeah. Um, and also speaking of the Last Crusade, rest in peace, Sean Connery. Oh yes, shout out to Sean Connery and all the James Bond franchise stuff. People, those. Family and friends of that franchise too, because he's the one who kicked it off. Yeah. Okay. What's another um, franchise I love? I love. There's um, one. You got four more. Go ahead. God, that's a tough one. Um, gotta go with the um. You know, you gotta go with the Star Wars franchise. Oh, of course, uh, all time iconic, super awesome. Okay, so what do you either the original trilogy, the prequel trilogy, or the sequel trilogy? Which one's the best? The original. Absolutely agree. New Hope is a classic. Of course. It, I think it's my personal favorite Star Wars movie. Really? Yeah. The reason why I say all that, actually, it's because... Wait, you think it's even better than The Empire Strikes Back? Yes, sir. Because you know why? If you look at A New Hope or Star Wars, as they called it, as 
a new, as a standalone film. It's a standalone film. Empire and Return of the Jedi rely on the on the predecessor films. I, I kind of know what you're saying right now. I understand. Does that make sense? Do you get what I'm saying? You know? Yeah, I, I have an idea of what you're saying. Um, You just... Like, I, I love the films. Don't get me wrong. I really do. But at the same time, the first one is just like... The first one is clearly just like... I think the first one was the best, to be honest with you. And I, okay. I, that goes a long way with saying that, but still. Okay, uh, first of all, uh, before I go on, um, we... I want to give a special shout out to Matt. He oh, just big shout out. Hey Matt, thanks for watching, buddy. We're talking about movie franchises. You know, tell us your favorite. Yeah, come on, Matt. And also share this video with everyone too, so they know that we're live for the next little while. Yeah, I actually am in a group chat with a bunch of my friends, me and Matt and a few of my friends from college. I actually put this in the um put this in the group chat because you know, um, I feel everyone can need a nice break today from certain things. But anyway, um, but anyway, so yeah, um, the original, I think Empire Strikes Back is probably the best. And I know that's a generic opinion, but I feel like it's kind of darker too. Oh, it definitely is darker. It's 100% by my food came. But I can, I can feel what you say about, uh, what is it, um, A New Hope. It's kind of if you're not really into Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Um. If you're kind, if you're kind of really not into Star Wars, um, yeah, yeah, I can. You, it kind of works as a standalone film. And um, actually, yeah. what do you think of uh, what is it? Return of the Jedi. For a while, it was my favorite. For a while, Return of the Jedi was my favorite one, uh, my favorite Star Wars movie. But then I thought about it, you know it, it. It does have some issues. I mean, people go to the Ewoks. Some people go to this. Some people go to that. I personally think I don't have a problem with the Ewoks. Personally, that's me. Um, I think that the Ewoks, the Ewoks were the Ewoks, but also he created. He wanted everyone bashing on the Ewoks. I just have to point this out to everyone. Everyone bashing on the Ewoks, but here's why they're actually a very valid point in the Star Wars universe. The George Lucas, when he was making Return of the Jedi, he wanted to have a juxtaposition of machine versus uh, nature. And that's why the Ewoks came out. It wasn't just it wasn't supposed to sell toys or stuff like that. It was actually something completely different. So I don't know if you no, got no, it. Completely different. Exactly. Um, yeah. So now we got to talk about the we got to talk about the shit that everybody wants to hear people bash the prequels. Oh boy, go for it, Bill. Okay, you know what? Everyone says the Phantom Menace is the worst, but. I'm actually going to disagree. Okay, start the hate comments already. Start them already. Start I can hear them. Start the hate. You know what I think is the worst of the Star Wars prequels? What? Which one? Attack of the Clones. Oh, I tend to agree. I Because you know what? It's just, yeah, the Phantom Menace is bad. We can all agree. The Phantom Menace. Yippee! Like, give me a break. <laughs> the Phantom Menace is just bad. We can all agree on that. But, but the Phantom Man- Menace is at least enjoyably bad. That's a fair point. I see your point. Go it's ahead. at least enjoyably bad, and it actually consider and it actually created a franchise, and it also created a phenomenon called Phantom Menace. Really, is, I didn't know that. If you want, we could do a whole show on that. What a Phantom Menace is, I'll just tell you a really quick thing: is Phantom Menace is basically. Because when that was the first Star, the Phantom Menace was the first Star Wars movie that came out in years. Yes, that's true. And though it was bad, people were trying to convince it themselves that it was good. Really? Oh, actually, I I heard about this. Yeah. And um, the late great Roger Ebert, and more about him in a second. But the late great Roger Ebert actually gave the Phantom Menace a positive review. Really. Did he yeah. really? Like, yeah. You're not joking. I am not kidding. Kidding. Roger Ebert actually gave it like three stars. Oh my god! What? He and you know even though they they were trying to and that's now a new um a thing we could do a whole show on that if you want but um we could do it next time too. Yeah, that's a possibility. But um no, it's kind of like um, movies that you know people are trying to convince themselves that they're good but they're actually shit. 
But um, yeah. yeah, that was the thing. But at least Phantom Menace is enjoyably bad. Attack of the Clones oh. is just boring. I know. It's like Attack of the Boredom. It's just boring. And, and, and speaking of Roger Ebert, Attack of the Clones was actually the only Star Wars franchise, the only Star Wars movie that Roger Ebert gave a negative review to. Really? That was the only one he gave a negative review to. And, you know, because everyone hates on Phantom Menace, but I think Attack of the Clones is worse. And, yeah, um, Attack of the Clones is pretty bad. Yeah, um, Revenge of the Sith, I would say it's probably the best of the prequels, but I considering agree. what the other two are, that's really not saying much. It's really not. So. That's like saying, I. that's like saying, you know, it's not as bad as, you know, being set on fire is not as bad as being frozen to death or, you know. Exactly. So it, it's, it's like saying that. It's like Revenge of the Sith is not good by any means, but out of the three we got, I would actually say that one was probably the best. But, you know, you, actually. you have those franchises which, okay, the movies are not necessarily good. Right. But, you know, when you have one that's better than the other two, you're like, okay, it's not good, but yeah. at least it's better than the other two. Um, but, um, yeah. Yeah, well, that's, and um, now we got to talk about um, the sequel trilogy, which is um, Force Awakens. Keep it on the chat board for me. A lot of people are going on in there. Okay, let's hear what people got to say. As in, I'm into the MCU. We'll get to that stuff in a second, Matt. I promise. Gen- hey, Azam of Earth. Welcome. It's Azam of Earth. Azam of Earth. Sorry, I am. I put your name there, pal. Um, general consensus consensus in the Star Wars community is that Episode Two is the worst. Huh? Really? Because I thought Phantom Menace is all the hate, and Episode Three is a super underrated movie. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say underrated, but like I said, of what they have in the trilogy of the um prequels, I think it's the better one. But again, that's not saying much. Um. Because, because let me tell you, the the one in. Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones makes Revenge of the Sith look like freaking Hamlet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, but um, okay. The um, the last ones of the what you call it um, the the is the sequel trilogy: Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Okay. He, I'm just gonna breeze through these. I liked Force Awakens. I like the Force Awakens. Um, I thought it was, you know, like I thought it was a good start to this new direction with the Star Wars. But so I, I mean, I, I'm eating too. Let me go ahead. But I feel like it was just too similar of the New Hope. Like we've seen this before. Uh huh. But I remember when I went to go. Um, when I saw it in movie theaters with Justin, I remember every time lightsaber. Um, CP three O and R two D two. Applause. I know it was absolutely ridiculous. Chewie, we're home. Lights it, and I thought it was like a good way to start it, but then um. Yeah, but then the other two. I didn't like The Last Jedi. It was okay. Yeah, it was eh. And I just think Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker were just trying to be Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back, respectively. Well, I, yeah. I, I will say, I did like the way that um, what is it? Rise of Skywalker. I did like the way it ended. You know why? Why is that? Because it was over. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Where does 10, 11, and 12 go? But um, no, no, no. I like the way it ended with, um, you know, with Palpatine and everything. When he goes, well, what's your last name? 
Skywalker. That's the name of the movie. But um, yeah, yeah, so. But yeah, I I don't know what you think about the um, sequels for Star Wars, but um. So I have a, we have a passionate Star Wars fan in the chat board. Asm of Earth. Yes, good old Asm. So. Forgive me, everyone, as I'm eating dinner at the same time I'm doing this live stream. Um, sorry, everyone. I didn't have enough time. It's okay. So. Well, I'm sitting here in my mouth watering. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> uh, no, but for real. For real. I have a story to tell about episode nine. My cousin, yeah. my cousin goes to USC in California. Okay. I just want to say to your cousin really quick, go Notre Dame. <laughs> If you're watching this, you're done for. Oh, anyways. So, all right, listen. He goes to USC and he met Mark Hamill. Oh, really? Uh, but Mark Hamill said, and I quote, yeah, that last Star Wars movie that we did was not that good. Mark Hamill said that. Yeah, I actually have, I actually have some friends who met him and they said he's actually a super nice guy. Oh, yeah. I've, I've seen him around at Comic-Con a couple of times, but that's about it. Yeah, I heard he's a super nice guy. Mm-hmm. And, and like, you know, just a side tangent right now. Do you think yeah. Mark Hamill gets more recognized for Luke Skywalker? Or for those who don't know, he was also the Joker in the Batman animated series. Honestly, um, I think people more, more know him as the both, to be honest with you, the Joker and um... Luke Skywalker. Yeah. No, because when he goes to cons, and I've seen videos of it, like the first thing they ask him, do the Joker laugh, do the Joker laugh. Uh, that's true, because he, he is a very good voice actor. People forget that. Yeah, but um, he never, um, fun fact, and before we go back here, you know he will never appear in a Family Guy episode because there was a joke in um the Star Wars Family, in the Family Guy Star Wars parody. Have you ever seen those? I actually haven't. No, I, 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 I just, I haven't seen them now. But um, there was a joke in. It's called Blue Harvest, which is a parody of New Hope. Um, oh, not really. And there's a part where they, where Peter's Han Solo. He goes, "Hi, I'm Han Solo, Captain of the Millennial of the Millennial Falcon, and the only actor whose career wasn't destroyed by this movie." Oh my God! Really? And Mark Hamill allegedly took offense to that. And that's why Mark, you will never see Mark Hamill on an episode of Family Guy. Really? I did not know that. Because he took offense to that comment. Like, Mark Hamill, listen, Seth MacFarlane, he pisses everyone off. Just, he was joking, buddy. Family Guy's known to joke, so. That was a joke. Remember jokes, JT? We used to be able to tell those. It's ridiculous now. Remember those days we used to be able to tell those? Um, I agree, Bill. Yeah, but anyway, um, so yeah, Mark Hamill, I heard he's a super nice dude. Okay, moving on to the next franchise. Okay, Matt, you have been super patient for this one, so I think so I think I'm just going to say this now. Um, You know, we'll go with the other two, and then I'll just throw one in at the end. Go for um, it. The Batman franchise. Mm. I'm a huge Batman geek. Love that guy. Love that. I like listen, and you know, since we just recently had Halloween, I think it's appropriate to tell everybody when I was a kid, for since I was like four to when I was about, I don't know, seven or eight, I was Batman like every Halloween. Really? I shit you not. Well, I shit you not too, because I was the same one. <laughs> My mom probably has pictures somewhere, but <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, the Batman franchise, because it really, you know, it because it, it takes like different tones. And I think what's so great about it is you have a little bit of everything, if you know what I mean. I do. You have, if you're more into like the darker stuff, you have like the Burton franchise, you have the Nolan franchise. Mm-hmm. I know your take on Christopher Nolan, but... Um, and then if, if you want something more campy, you have like the, you know, you have like the Schumacher franchise. Adam West, anyone. Adam West, too. But um, here's how I would rank all the Batman movies. Uh, okay. Should I include Zack Snyder, Batman v Superman, and Justice League? Or... Yes. 
Uh, Got to include those now. Wonderful. Oh, I'll include. Not Justice League. Just okay, the- Batman v Superman. Yeah, it's Batman. Okay, so the worst Batman and Robin. No shit. But it's like it's like what I said about Phantom Menace. Batman and Robin is at least enjoyably bad. Because, like, here's the thing. It depends on which way you watch it. If you watch this as a Batman movie, you're going to be severely disappointed. But if you watch it as a satire, it's actually pretty funny. Actually, no, it is. It's it's actually really funny. I mean, I forget. But but I'm going to be straight up honest, guys. It sucks. Do not play a drinking game with that movie. You will you will die of alcohol poisoning within an hour. Every time Arnold Schwarzenegger talks to Mr. Freeze. Every time he does a nice pun. Shot. Every so, time you take every time you hear holy, holy something, Batman. Shot. But every time you see the bat nipples. <laughs> and of course, okay, sorry, I keep bringing up what's his face, Doug Walker. Um and the nostalgia critic, he had this joke when he first reviewed Batman and Robin when there's a scene when they're at an auction and then Batman goes, how are you going to afford it? With this, the back credit card. Never leave the cave without it. And then he goes oh, on this huge rant and he goes, a bad credit card! Are you kidding me? Like, he does that at, um, he does that at, um, because I've seen him twice at a con. And by the way, Doug Walker, when I met him, he was actually, again, super nice guy. Um, Really, really chill, very down to earth. Um, And that was before a lot of the shit came out. But anyway, um, there was actually a part. um, We, me and Justin went to a panel and somebody did do the back credit card bit. He only does one per con. Oh, really? Because it, um, because when he does that, it damages his voice. Oh, really? Yeah, so I actually went over to him when I when they were signing autographs, and I went, Doug. By the way, one thing is, yeah, what is it? Bat credit card, and he just did this. Mm. That's great. But um, yeah, so Batman and Robin is on the bottom. Um, next up, I'm gonna say Batman Forever. Yeah, so Batman and Robin, Batman Forever. Okay, yeah, yeah, duh. But go on. I don't think Batman Forever was that bad, though. It had – it was very bad, but it had a couple of reasons. And, like, here's the thing. Um, it was the movie they wanted to make. It was safe and marketable. And, like, here's something I will say about Batman Forever. They did get the – they did get Two-Face right. They got his backstory right. It's true. They did. Like, you know, the animated series and, heck, even the Dark Knight got it wrong. Like – but you know what? In a way, they kind of got the character wrong. He's supposed to be, you know, screwed up. But and they just made him like the Joker. But and, but his first line kind of made me laugh, which was, "For our dining special, we have the ass that turned us into the men we are today." <laughs> and and then um, didn't they get Tommy Lee Jones to play him? Yes, they did. I almost don't believe that. And then the Riddler was. Uh, Jim Carrey, like he, I have a thing with Jim Carrey. It's I don't hate him, yeah. But when he's on stage, well, when he's on the screen, I don't see Jim Carrey playing the act. I just see Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey. I just see Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey. Actually, yeah, that's true. That like even about. just recently, you know, on SNL, he's been playing Joe Biden, and like I don't see him you playing see Jim that. Carrey. I just see Jim Carrey trying to do an impersonation of Joe Biden. I and that's the same with Batman Forever. I just see Jim Carrey in a in a Riddler suit. Um, yeah, but um, Chris O'Donnell, I, in Batman Forever, he wasn't too bad, but in Batman and Robin, it was just he was just a whiny little bitch. Um, but like, and Val Kilmer as Batman, I will say. Okay. He's tr- he tried. He did. I don't think he's he's as good as Keaton or Bale, but no. I think he he at least tried. You know what's funny? What? I heard someone that for the the twenty fifth anniversary of the Michael Keaton Batman movie. Yeah. Uh, someone, someone, a bunch of people. Uh, uh, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna hide it. A show I used to watch on on a. Uh, um, on YouTube called AMC Movie Talk. Now, then I turned to call it a movie talk, then they canceled it. 
Um, basically, what happened was they ranked the top five Batmans. They didn't include Adam West because it's just his Batman was just so different. If at the time of the sixties mainly, um, but he said the the guy said his favorite Bruce. They separated up by they separated up by Bruce Wayne and Batman. His favorite Bruce Wayne was actually George Clooney. Kind of see that. You know, like, like Bruce, not not Batman, but Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um, I forget what he said after that, but. Yeah, but uh, after Batman Forever, um, Batman v Superman. I will say this, I'm not because I think the less said about that, the better. Even though it wasn't great, I think Ben Affleck as Batman was great. He was, uh, no matter what, that he was the best Batman I've ever seen on screen. Oh, I absolutely, I think he was one of the best. Um, the rest in the movie, like Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor, can suck it. Like seriously, I hate it every time he was on screen. I wanted to throw something. I know it was rough. That was a rough scene. For but me. anyway, um, after that, okay. And I just want to say for the record, I hadn't seen the Adam West movie in a while, so I barely remember it. So I'm not going to put it on the list. I apologize. It's pretty cheesy. Um, next up, Matt's favorite Batman Returns. Um, that's really <laughs> not his favorite. I'm being sarcastic. Um, we talked a little bit about that last week, so I don't want to get into too, 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 too much and repeat what I said. But like, I will. Like Michael Keaton as Batman, like Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman, the rest was just too a giant mess. Um, next one, I'm gonna have to say The Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I actually thought that was endless, and I think it's a little convoluted. I thought, but I thought Anne Hathaway was good. I liked um, what's her face? What's his face? I like Tom Hardy as Bane. Oh yeah, and um, who played? They brought. Let's not stand on ceremony here, Mister Wayne. <laughs> Perhaps he's wondering why you could shoot a man before throwing him out of a plane. <laughs> um. After that, um, I'm gonna have to say Batman Begins. Mm, okay. Um, I thought that was a just a really good way to start and just see him becoming Batman, if that makes sense. Definitely, I definitely see that. Um, and then. Batman, nineteen eighty nine. Michael Keaton, I think, is the best. I think he is the best. Um, love Jack Nicholson's Joker. Mm. And you know, when I was trying to do Burton Month, I actually watched Batman for the first time in a while, and I was like, "Whoa, this is a really good movie." And and my number one, you're gonna hate me for this. I'm not. I'm gonna keep it short because we've talked about this movie a lot in the podcast. Uh, um, Dark Knight. How dare you? Like, <laughs> listen, I love, I like Christian Bale's Batman. I still think Keaton's better, and I really like Ledger's Joker. But the one thing, and I said this in the commentary, the yeah. one thing that pissed me off, well, not pissed me off. I think they could have ended it better. Oh, of course. Like, here's my end, and I'll make it fast. Here's how it could have ended. Like, you know how you have Aaron Eckhart, aka Harvey Dent, get burnt, and they killed him off. I felt like Two Face was sort of shoehorned in in the movie. A little. This, this is how I would have ended the movie. Um, you take care of the Joker, all that. And then last scene, the doctor is trying to remove, is removing Harvey's bandages. Do not show his face. Bandages are removed. The doctor is disgusted. Harvey takes the gun, shoots the doctor, roll credits. That would and then been- save him for the next movie. Because hmm. like how at the end of Batman Begins... When Batman's talking to Commissioner Gordon and he goes, guys, for the dramatics like you, and he gives him the Joker card. Mm-hmm. So you know what's going to be in the next movie. It's going to be the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my Batman one. Um, next one, MCU. Oh, yeah. Your next franchise is the MCU. MCU is a very unique, prime example of how a lot of movie studios wanted to copy it when, when it first started to really pick up. Yeah, because. I think what I like about Marvel movies, I'm not going to go movie by movie because if I did, we'd be here all day. Um, yeah, we'd be here all night. But, you know, what I liked about what I like about MCU is like a lot of the movies, when they're fun, when they need to be fun, they're fun. When they need to be serious, they're serious. Yeah, like Captain America Civil War was pretty much a serious movie. Yeah, like even, you know, I love the Iron Man movies. I love Captain America. Um, um, I think my favorite 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 um 
I think my favorite MCU movie, it was Civil War for a while, but now I'm starting to think it's Endgame because I think that just ended everything perfectly. It really did. I think it just wrapped everything up perfectly. And But you know what? I think Justin would say it best, like, the rest of the movie's okay, but that last 45 minutes, especially that part, Avengers! Assemble! Like, I was in a packed theater. I remember Justin and I went for his birthday. It was his 25th birthday. And we actually had to go an hour away from where we are because we wanted to go to, like, a 7 o'clock show. And, and like, all the theaters that were open were... All the theaters that were open were, like, um, were yeah. like showing, like, 10, 11 o'clock showings. And, you know, we had to go to work the next day. So... But so it's a long movie, too. Yeah, so we we had to go like an hour away, like and all the theaters by us. The earlier showings were sold out, so we had to go like an hour away. Yeah, and then I remember being in that theater was like being at Yankee Stadium for Game Seven of the World Series. It was. Uh, it was. Yeah, and like the ending, I'm and I am not ashamed to say this on camera. I was crying at the end. I was too. I think that was just a perfect way to end it. Um, I mean, spoilers for who hasn't seen it, but <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna give you any spoilers. But I think that was just a perfect way to end it. And but you know what? I am now, but you know, going back from Endgame, I'm going to say Infinity War, the one before that. What? Because you know, the typical superhero movie is you know they say the hero saves everything. No, what happened had honest to god consequences. It really did, and it just kept you holy shit. What's going to happen in the next one? Mm. And, um, yeah, and you know what? Now I'm like, okay, well, what's now? But the, the thing I am concerned about is that era, you know, the Captain America, Iron Man era of the MCU is over. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be a, what, uh, what else? Did they say there's going to be another Thor movie? Did I hear that right? A Thor 4? I think so, yeah. But Jane Foster's gonna be through. I don't know. They're trying. They're trying some stuff. Honestly, post Endgame, the MCU is moving in a direction I'm not really too fond of. So who's gonna be the new Avengers? It's uh, gonna be. I heard a report. I heard a report. It's gonna be all female. Really? Yeah. I, yeah. I, because because I, I I knew Black Panther was supposed to be in it, but um, the untimely passing of Chadwick Boseman may he rest in peace. Um. Yeah, they're not gonna make Black. They're they're gonna try and make Black Panther too, though, right? Yeah, I think they're going to do it with like his sister because I think in the comics the sister takes over or something like uh -huh. that. But um, yeah, I'm curious to see where they're going to go from here. Are they going to have um, you know, the Guardians be the new team, and is Spider Man going to be the new team leader? Yeah, I don't know. This is tough. Yeah. Okay. My last franchise, and this kind of cut it into the MCU, but um, Spider Man. Does that count? Are you talking about Spider Man in general? Yeah, just in general. Oh, okay. Um, okay, you know, I'm going to breeze through my rankings um, uh, in a little summary. The I'm going to have to say the worst Spider-Man movie, Amazing Spider-Man 2. I agree completely. Like, I just thought it was, I thought it was kind of boring. And I know that's controversial, but I thought it was just kind of boring. Um, it didn't really make sense either. And I felt like it was just very convoluted. Um the next words, Spider-Man 3. Like, and listen, I'm not going to go into this again because I've already talked about it like 38 times. I don't think Spider-Man 3 is that bad. If you want more detail, go watch the one we did about, the episode we did about unpopular opinions. Go watch that one. Yeah, it's the first one we did. So. Yeah, go. It, I'm not going to sit here and repeat what I said. So go watch that one Um, for a more thorough review. Um, Next one after that, Spider-Man 1. That was actually my first PG-13 movie I saw in theaters. Really? Yeah, and I think it's um I think it's actually a I think Toby Maguire um I actually I think Toby Maguire is a good Peter Parker. I think he's an okay Spider-Man. <laughs> I mean, he was you know. Yeah. Um Next one, uh, and, you know, like I said, I think, and listen, I think that movie is cheesy as hell, though. Which one, the first one? Yeah, the first Spider-Man. And you know what? I think it's very underrated, though, in a way. It actually is. Yeah. 
my next one, I'm going to have to say Amazing Spider-Man. And here's what I have to say. They were trying to go for a more real... Like, here's the thing with comic book movies. After The Dark Knight, every comic book movie was trying to be The Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. They were trying to get that dark, gritty seriousness. Like, every movie wanted to be The Dark Knight. And I think Amazing Spider-Man 2 is good. Um, and I'm not... Two, no, two suck. The first one I think was good. Um, my favorite one, my favorite um, one. I'm gonna have, I, I'm gonna have to say I think Andrew Garfield was a better Spider-Man than Tobey Maguire. I, I agree. I tend, to, I tend to agree. You do? Actually, I do. Really? How so? I just. You said Tobey Maguire. Oh, sorry. Which one was better, Andrew Garfield? Andrew Garfield. I think. I think Peter Parker was a good. I think Tobey. McGuire was a good Peter Parker, but I think um, Andrew Garfield was a better Spider-Man. I tend to agree with that. I tend to actually tend to agree with that, yeah. Um, next one is... Okay. Um, next one, I'm going to have to say Spider-Man Homecoming of the Marvel movies. Really? Oh, you're counting those two. Okay. Yeah, because I really do like Tom Holland. I thought, you know what? Because here's the thing what I'll say. I think Parker, I think McGuire was the better Peter Parker. I think I think Andrew Garfield was the better Spider-Man. But I think Tom Holland was as good as both. And I think what makes him so relatable, and, you know, I'll even tie this in to another one, but is that you when he does things that are kind of like a little immature, you can understand because he's a kid. And like the first one, and I think what makes him so likable, he's just enjoying being Spider-Man. Yeah. And like, even though he's like that rambunctious, like, when am I going to be ready to be an Avenger? I want to be an Avenger. I want to be an Avenger. Yeah. And Tony Stark is like, you'll get your turn. And I kind of like that nice balance between RDJ and Tom Holland. How good. I mean, the chemistry between the two of them was great. And what I do like is they didn't give us the origin story for the 38th time. I know, right? We did, we did because not. we all know what happens. Yeah. Gets bit by a spider. Uncle Ben, with great power, comes great responsibility. Yeah. By the way, that was said by Voltaire, not Stanley. Now, there's a fun fact you can impress your friends with. Um, oh, really? Okay. And that was said by Enlightenment philosopher Voltaire. There's a fun fact you can impress your friends with. Um, and then just... Um, and then... And then, you know, he's all because when they start the series, he's already Spider Man. That's, I thought that was brilliant, to be honest with you. Yeah. And going into the next one, um, you know, I'm going to say it. Um, Spider Man Far From Home, I thought was really good. And c this kind of ties into the Marvel. Because what I like was, even though, like, this is the time where he's trying, it takes place after Endgame, Tony Stark's gone, and he's trying to mold himself into being a Spider-Man, but you know what? Like, here's some of the things. Um, I, I like how they make him younger in the series. Like, he's in Europe, and, you know, he wants to try to get close to this girl he likes, Zendaya's character. Yeah, I know. That, that was a, I like that, actually. Because you know what? Because when Nick Fury goes, hey, I want you to do this, and he's like, oh, I just want to go hang out with MJ. And it's like, if that was, like, Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield, because... Toby McGuire was supposed to be like, you know, in the first one, he's like finishing high school, starting college. Yeah. And do the rest of the series, he's like he's in college and he's an adult. Um, you know, Andrew Garfield is like the first movie, I think he's like a junior or beginning of senior year. And the second one, he's like a just graduated high school. Yeah. And like if it was McGuire or Garfield say, Oh, I want to go hang out with my girlfriend, you'd be like, dude, shut up. Suck <laughs> it up. You really Deal with it. Oh. Bill, but, I just want to point out to you, the chat board is popping with Spider-Man questions, my friend. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Okay. We'll go back to Batman in a second. Yeah. Wait, wait. I don't think he was a bad Peter Parker. Alex, I'm calling you out on this. I don't think he was a bad Peter Parker, but I, but you know, it's kind of, I think Tobey Maguire was just the better Peter Parker because he was the nerd. He was just the nerd. Um, and, you know, and I think he was a smart guy. Andrew Garfield was just... Mm. 
was just trying to be a tough guy. But okay, you know what? I have two more. I'm gonna get you, and I'll breeze through them. Spider Man Two. Yeah, I thought was the next best Spider Man movie. It's not the best, um, though, in your opinion. No, you know what the best one is? Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Are you wait? You're counting that one though? Really? You're counting that one? I am counting that one. Yeah. Even though it's animated. Yeah. Why not? I'm just wondering. That's all. Why not? Yeah, I actually think that I really liked Into the Spider Verse, and I know a lot of people agree. I really liked it. Yeah. And I just really like how they start was starting to go a new direction from Peter Parker to Miles Morales. And, you know, they're trying to make it more mainstream. And, you know, they're trying to make the Miles Morales Spider-Man more mainstream. And I think that's fantastic. I heard that a sequel's in the works. Oh, really? But, I, yeah, I think... I What did you... Have you seen Into the Spider-Verse, or...? Uh, that'd be a no. <laughs> Shame! Shame! Chapboard, shame him! Oh, no. Have you seen Venom, though? Okay, we're... Okay, um... I Are have you to... counting Venom, though? I'm just curious. That's what I want. I am not counting Venom. I am not counting Why Venom. Why not? Because it's not technically a Spider-Man movie. One <laughs> Spider-Man's not in, and they're trying to keep it. But if you want my opinion on Venom, I think it's dumb fun. It is dumb fun. You're right. With Tom Hardy. Like, okay. Yeah. First, we're going to eat both of your arms and both of your legs. Like, I'm, I don't have that great of a vocal range. Justin does that much better than me. But anyway, um, so now yeah. that I've been rambling, so what are your favorite franchises? All right. Well, on a, by the time this video is uploaded, the thumbnail is already there. All right, I'm going to go through a bunch. I don't actually don't have five. I actually have more than five, if that's okay. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, again, in no particular order, nothing sp specific Nothing in particular. Um, and then meanwhile, Bill, while I'm saying this, you could just check on the chat board for me too. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Uh, oh, Sunflower's amazing song, Matt. It I is. I know, Matt. That's like one of your favorites. I know. So. Okay, I just want to read this one thing from Matt. From Matt. Um, um, his ranking of Batman movies, Batman Returns, Batman and Robin. Whoa, you, you, Matt, you don't like, you think Batman Returns is worse than Batman and Robin? Wow. Um, Batman Forever, Batman Begins, Batman v Superman, Batman 89, Dark, Dark Knight Rises, and The Dark Knight. Okay. It's fair. Good list. Um, anyways, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be specific by characters as much as you are, but in no particular order, and I think I have more than five here as far as I know. My first choice is the Harry Potter franchise. Never seen it. Bill? Shame! Shame! I was just never Shame. really into Harry Potter, but no, uh, I, remember when I, was, I remember the books and the movies were absolutely everywhere. I, I may have watched one movie. They still like, are. I watched it once for like 10 minutes, and I'm like, yeah, I, Bill, I don't like this. Bill, Bill, the first Harry Potter film got re-released in China, from the one in 2002, and it crossed a billion dollars because of China. Hmm. I'm not gonna. It made another hundred million dollars because Harry Potter is so popular across the planet, and not just in America, but in the UK and Europe and all that, Australia. It's insane. It is insane. It is. It's insane. I loved it for several reasons, and it's not done, of course. I hope they do more with it. To be honest with you, because there's so much more universe and more magic they could explore there. Uh, to be honest with you. Um, not only was I the one of the first people in the Harry Potter world in Universal, just saying, plug anyone. I really was. Um, and like the rides and all that stuff. But the interesting thing about Harry Potter is that they kept the cast, except for Dumbledore. The first two films had a different actor, but then that actor died. So instead of keeping him on, they brought in a different guy to play uh, Dumbledore. And the rest of the franchise just progressed from there. And also, you notice over the course of the franchise, it started off kind of like loose and happy. The third film got darker. The fourth film got darker. And I and I can only imagine, that because I, I never read the books. I wanted to judge the movies for being movies and not the books being movies and all that stuff. So, the thing was with me, was that Harry Potter, the first two are directed by Chris Columbus, and I thought they were really, they might be the weakest of the whole bunch, but they're still very good movies. That tells you something, at least in my opinion, about the whole franchise. The third film, Prisoner of Azkaban, 
brilliant. It's always on TV. It's always being played. Whatever. Goblet of Fire, I saw in theaters, actually, and I, I didn't sneak in, but my mom and dad and a bunch of other friends took me in there and said, oh, we're gonna, let's go see Harry Potter. Do you want to come with us? I said, I'm only 10 or 12, <laughs> you know, or seven. And it was free. It was really freaky watching the Goblet of Fire stuff when Voldemort comes out of, like, the thing. And, uh, wow, we're such nerds. Whatever. Played um, by the late great Alan Rickman. Oh, yeah, Alan Rickman. The, the whole franchise is, like, it's literally a continue. It, it could have been a TV series. It could have been a television series, and you would have gotten invested over the 12 seasons it would have lasted. Um, but instead, they made eight movies, and it was brilliant. I loved it, the ending of it. with, And it's because if you haven't seen the last, the Deathly Hallows Part 1 and 2, do yourself a favor and watch the whole, the whole damn series. Bill, watch the whole thing. I will. Because I have them all if you want to borrow them. I might do um, that one day. Yeah, one day. Uh, but like, like it's just the whole, and it's just like, you get you it, you, and there's so much happening in the movies, and and like m- m- one movie progresses to the next movie to the next movie, then at the end of the Deathly Hollows of J.K. Rowling writing Deathly Hollows, she writes other books in the Potter verse, which is interesting because when I saw Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. The, before the movie actually came on, there was like a, uh, like it, said, it said Warner Brothers and then it said Pottermore or Potterverse, Wizarding World. I forget what it said, but it was really cool. And to me, it shows that they have more plans to do more Harry Potter films in the future uh, or themed Harry Potter-esque like in that world films without being tied directly to Harry Potter. Um, they did do the Broadway play. I, I'm a big fan of the franchise personally. So anyways, one, one of my choices is Harry Potter. Okay. Uh, get on it, Bill. Get on it while you have this quarantine. It's still happening, all that stuff. Okay, I'll get on that. It's, it's eight movies. You can sit there in eight, in eight days. Okay, one movie a day. Well, <laughs> well, there's only seven days in a week, but that's okay. Um, all right, my next, and again, in no particular order, we've gone over it before, is Star Wars. Star Wars, to me, is a behemoth, money-making, super amazing wondrous galaxy not just we're focusing on the movies people forget that star wars is books it's video games it's comic books it's 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 all this other stuff too it's action figures that they go like all this stuff is related back to this one franchise which are the movies and there are so much i can go i've talked about this once before and i'm not gonna go into a big thing about it but i do have the heir to the empire books of star wars which in theory take place after Six, seven, uh, episodes four, five, and six. It's about Granddad Mathon and all that stuff, too. It's a great set of books. But at the same time, it's not part of the movies. Because the movies go, in, if you're going in chronological order, one, two, three, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith. Probably the worst one of that is Attack of the Clones. It's just boring. Then it's four, episode four, episode five, episode six, New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Great all-time classic films, um, and and seven, eight, nine were a good restart of the franchise in a new time setting. We talked about that before. Yeah, the can one- I just throw one quick thing in, real quick? I'll make it fast. I promise. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. But you know what? I really, um, what I wasn't really a huge fan of. Let the hate start. The anthology series, like, I really, really, I, I don't know. I like, I didn't hate Rogue One. Really? Okay. But I just couldn't really get into it. I, I thought the ending was pretty cool, though. Oh, yeah. Well, of course, the ending. And was... I didn't like Solo. Really? I did not like Solo. I just thought it was, meh. Where is Asm of Earth? He'll he'll argue with you so hard on that. <laughs> well, okay, he, he, Asim... thinks that, he thinks that the anthology films are better than the sequel trilogy. Well, he's entitled to his own opinion. <laughs> um, anyways. I still haven't seen Solo. Don't kill me. But I heard it was fun. Uh, anyway, so I'm going to, and I don't want to, I'm going to say something in a minute, but episode seven, great, great start. Episode eight, slightly disappointed. Episode nine was a big ter- pile of what the hell is going on here. Um, anyways, this should segue. So I just mentioned the sequel trilogy of Star Wars after four, five, and six. 
I'm just going to point something out to all of you, and I'm going to fucking tell all of you people out there who think I'm wrong, you can go respectfully fuck yourselves. <laughs> all right, I'm Thank not you for being kidding. classy. This is my show. I started this YouTube channel five years ago, and you can suck, kiss my ass, all right? Listen carefully. The new Star Trek trilogy, we've talked about this before, is better than the new Star Wars trilogy. Fight me. All right, and here's why. Ooh, here we go. All right, fight me, internet. You heard it here first. Um, so listen, no kid, not kidding. You look at the. And I'm, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna. This is gonna be a good transition to go to my other favorite franchise, Star Trek. I'll get to that in a second. But I'm just gonna a quick. I'm not gonna spend too much time on this. Episode seven is good. A very good film. Star Trek 2009, the first film in the new Star Trek movies, is brilliantly better. Directed by the same man, by the way, but he did less of a better. He, and I, in my opinion, he did he did a very good job with Star Wars with the with the Force Awakens episode seven. But with that first Star Trek movie we got, you watch it now. It's fun. It's entertaining. It's a great story. They set everything up to be a new franchise. They do everything, all this great stuff in it. Leonard Nimoy's in it. It's fantastic. I love that movie. <laughs> Uh, love, love that movie. What comes out in 2013? Star Trek Into Darkness and Star Wars uh, Last Jedi. Okay, look, which is the better film between Star Trek Into Darkness and Star Wars Last Jedi? And, you know, a lot of people are going to say, I believe a lot of people would say, Star Trek Into Darkness is the better movie. Because, honestly, you look at what Star, Star Wars The Last Jedi repeated a lot of stuff. Stuff. It brought back Yoda. It brought back this. It was it was a deep, very good movie, but it had a lot of problems. Star Trek Into Darkness was a very good movie with not as many problems as you'd think for a casual movie-going fan. Star Trek Beyond comes out in 2016. You can see how passionate I'm about this. Um, Star Trek Beyond comes out in 2016, Bill. And you know what happens? In comparison, comparing the third film in the franchise, you think, oh, the third film, it's going to suck, blah, 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 blah. Oh my God, the third film is fucking incredible. Go suck it. Suck my hairy, you know what? Because Star Trek Beyond is a better third film in a franchise than Star Wars Episode Nine was, and that's The Rise of Skywalker. You can kiss my sorry ass later after you go watch all these movies. You're very passionate about this. Oh yeah, because it's true. It's all true. Right. Like, the new Star Trek movies are better than the new Star Wars trilogy. I hate to break the news to people, but well, Star Wars, you can go watch Star Trek instead. It's just as action-packed and fun. And, okay, that leads me to my other favorite franchise, franchise number three, I believe. Harry Potter, Star Wars. Yes. So Star Trek. I know Bill didn't really talk about this, but I'm going to talk about it as much. Not as a lot, but Star Trek is a f- slow-burn TV show from the 60s, and it's a brilliant sci-fi franchise. I love it so much. I love the concept of it and how it's like, yes, they're both science fiction fantasy, but at the same time, this Star Trek is so, it's about us. It's about people. It's about human interactions. Star Wars is pure entertainment and pure fun. That and has a much more of a universal appeal than just, than just, hold on, uh, than just uh, Star Trek. But Star Trek, I love it. Uh, they, I, I only watched the original series. I watched all the original movies. I watched the... I never got into the Next Generation movies. Well, how I you said how lot. Star Wars is just fun, but there is a lot of philosophical and religious elements. Oh, to, no, no, no. And historical saying, elements to Star Wars. I'm not saying there's not. I'm, de- I'm saying that there is. Star Wars is, is loosely based off of religious aspects of Buddhism and stuff like that. That's a whole other conversation on its own. But I'm just talking about Star Trek. Star Trek is about us. It's about humanity. It's about this the the, the it's five year mission to to explore strange new worlds. So and um, it's about all this crazy stuff, and I love it so much. And that Star Trek appeals to me a little bit more, mainly because it's mainly about us. Um, I'm not a big fan of um, not a big fan personally of the new Star Trek stuff, Picard or Discovery. But I, I will say though, the new movies are fantastic. The new um, everything's just great to be honest with you. Uh, Star Trek right now, uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation, the series finale of that show is the best series finale I've ever I've ever seen. 
Best talk about TV. We talked about unpopular opinions in TV shows last time, Bill. Yeah, about two weeks ago, actually. Yeah, yeah, two weeks ago. So get this: the Star Trek: The Next Generation TV series finale, the series finale, is the best series finale of any TV show I've ever seen, as far as the end of their show goes. What a lot of people don't like the end of that. No, no, a lot of people don't like. A lot of people don't like the whole thing about like listen it just wrapped the show up perfectly it wrapped the show up so perfectly um and and check the chat board in a second uh i bill for different and the whole thing was that the show wrapped everything up emotionally perfectly it said the show is is, we're coming to a close in like 94 or whatever it was a great 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 run of show about the show and uh, to, to answer your question larry resnick who's the best star trek at captain oh man uh, i'm gonna say picard is my favorite captain but kirk will always have a special place in my heart who leonard nimoy uh, or, or, or wait that was william shatner right yeah william shatner said, no, william shatner and is captain kirk uh leonard nimoy was mr spock um <laughs> oh, God, because, you know what was my first introduction to uh, leonard nimoy what he was actually on a simpsons episode oh really I'm, I'm just never gonna forget this like he was like hosted like a series where he's like telling a story and the story is the episode and he's like and that's it I'm Leonard Nimoy and then some squeaky voice scene Mr. Nimoy we have like 10 minutes left or we have like 15 minutes left okay well uh, I'm just gonna go get something out of my car and then he walks off stage and just runs and drives away and squeaky voice scene comes back he's not coming back is he but yeah that was my first introduction to Mr. Nimoy I'm sorry. Go on. Uh, someone just asked me in the chat board, who, which Star Trek movie was the best? The best Star Trek movie is Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. Khan! <laughs> it's it's brilliant. It's a brilliant film on its own right, and it really Star Trek One is awful, but Star Trek Two is great. Star Trek Three is fun. Star Trek Four is amazing. Star Trek Five was god awful. Star Trek Six was amazing. Anyways, Star Trek is one of my favorite franchises ever. Fight me, come back at me. Walk, walk. All right. My other, another favorite, another franchise that I love near and dear to my heart is the MCU. We talked about this a little bit before. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is full of fun, entertainment, awesomeness, sci-fi. They may have really mixed a lot of different things there with sci-fi. They mix fantasy. They mix technology and realism and war, all in different characters, and they did such a brilliant job with it. And I'm actually, I'm. Not not just including the MCU, I'm including all the Marvel films. So I'm going to say the X-Men movies, the Spider-Man movies. Yes, some of them suck, but uh, like X-Men 3, X-Men Origins, Wolverine, stuff like that. Spider-Man oh, 3. God. I don't, I'm, we're not going to go into that. But I do love Days of Future Past. is an incredible comic book movie. Sci-fi film. So X-Men Apocalypse was a very good follow-up. I liked it quite a bit. It wasn't great, but I liked it. Um, uh, X-Men... Uh, X-Men, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, did you see Dark Phoenix? I didn't see Dark Phoenix. I did, I did. It was actually, yeah. I'll China be honest be- with you, with um, Dark Phoenix, that was actually my, me and Justin's worst movie of 2019. Oh, really? I didn't, because I didn't see it, so. That was actually our worst movie of 2019. Oh, jeez. Oh, all right. Uh, Logan, how could we forget Logan? Oh, Logan was fantastic. Deadpool. I mean, the X-Men movies alone have had a lot of great films. Deadpool 2 had cable in it, you know, whatever. Um, anyways, Marvel, I'm going to say all the Marvel, including Blade and Punisher and Daredevil. Let's exclude Fantastic Four. <laughs> Fan Four stick. Uh, so bad. Um, Jessica Alba was a good edit. And Human Torch was great in there, too. Um, all right. Anyways, I'm going to go on. I'm going to talk about that. MCU, Marvel films, great. My other favorite franchise is actually the DC films. And I'm not just, you know me, I'm not a big fan of the Christian Nolan Batman films because to be honest, the second one wasn't really a Batman movie. But that's a whole other conversation for another time. I loved the new direction that Man of Steel put out in 2013 to Batman v Superman, to Wonder Woman, to all these films we're getting now. I am eating them up. Shazam was the surprise film of 2019 for me. Shazam was amazingly fun. I took my okay. girl. It was Okay, if you're going with a DCEU, um, I will say this. Uh, I don't know if Shazam is part of the DCEU, but I really did like Shazam. Yeah, I think he is as far as I know. 
Um, I really did like Shazam. Um, so fun. It was such a fun movie. Um, but other than that, if we're talking about the DCU, um, the only two really good ones that I thought, I thought Wonder Woman was amazing. It was. And um, I really actually liked Aquaman. I now the damnedest thing was that I had to leave the theater in Aquaman um, because I got sick uh, during the um, during the um, Aquaman. I, I I wasn't falling. I I liked everything I saw. I was just I I got so sick I had to go home. I was like coughing up a storm. I wasn't coughing, but I was also like you know, having a hard time. But I left in the middle of Aquaman. And I felt so bad. Have you seen the rest since then? No, I actually have to see the rest of Aquaman. But I know it made a billion dollars, so. Yeah, I actually really liked Aquaman. But the rest, like, the Superman ones, like Man of Steel, I thought was kind of eh. I just, I'll be honest, the first half of it, I just think is boring. Which part, of Man of Steel? Man of Steel. What? How could you say such a thing? I like the second half onward is fantastic. Well, not fantastic. It's good. Look, um, I don't want to get. I don't want to get into the whole Superman killing Zod thing. I don't want to get into it, but I, you know that. Uh, that actually, I don't want to sound like a sociopath here, but I actually, that actually didn't bother me. It really didn't bother me either. I wasn't sure what you were going to say. So, but um, but the thing is, you know, um, Batman v Superman. I talked a little bit about that. I thought there was and Justice League. Oh, ju- I like Justice League for what it was. For what it was. I liked it for what it was. Not saying it was great, but I liked it for what it was. I'll say this: I can't wait for the Snyder cut. Oh hell yeah! So a lot of the DC, like, then they're gonna do. They want to do Flash. All these Green Lantern Corps. All these movies that are gonna come out soon for the DC films are gonna be great. I actually, but so far I've liked what they've done so far. Henry Cavill's supposed to be back as Superman soon. Suicide Squad with James Gunn. Come on. So. Yeah, I liked um. So, okay, wait. Did you like Suicide Squad or the one with the Joker in it? There was a Jared Leto. Leto. It was good for what it was. I did not love it. More look back on, I'm like, it was okay. Okay, I'll be honest. I couldn't stand Jared Leto as as the Joker. Really? Yeah, I liked I liked Margot Robbie as um, Harley Quinn. I liked what's his. I liked Will Smith as Deadshot. Yeah, they got a lot of good actors for that one, too. Yeah. Okay, so what's the next franchise? All right. So Harry Potter, Star Wars, Marvel, uh, DC, Star Trek was in there. Uh, Indiana Jones. I'm mainly pertaining as a hardcore Indiana Jones fan to only the first three Indiana Jones movies. I no hate Touch Crystal Skull. It's just I don't. It's it's a trilogy, and that's it. The Last Crusade is the Last Crusade. It ends there. They ride off into the sunset. They did not need to kill off Sean Connery and all that stuff and whatever. I, there were so many problems with Crystal Skull. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Well, no, the real- reason the reason why Sean they killed off Indiana Jones's father was because when um when what you call it um when they tried to get Sean Connery back for for, yeah. for Crystal Skull but he turned it down he said I'm having too much damn fun being retired yeah he really distanced himself before he retired and that sadly passed so that's why um, they killed him off because Sean Connery didn't want to come back yeah so anyways Indiana Jones I love the first three films so much and it probably has one of my favorite film scores ever. Oh, it's one of the It's just as iconic as Star Wars. It's just as iconic. All right. Now, I'm like, I, I could go on forever and ever, and I could say Back to the Future. I could say Ghostbusters. I could say Jurassic Park. But I'm going to close out my last one, believe it or not, with one franchise that I love so much. And it's so underappreciated. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching this, and if you made it this far an hour and three minutes into our video here, Please understand something. The Mission Impossible franchise has to be the most underrated franchise I think I've ever seen in my life. Like, the Mission Impossible franchise. The Mission Impossible franchise. Yeah, the first one was very good. And look, people forget it's been going since 1996. Bill, it's been going for almost as long as you've been alive. Well, so the first one started when I was two. Yeah, you were two years old when the first Mission Impossible film came out. 
So look, Mission Impossible came out in, six, in 1996. 2000 was the second one. Second one was okay. Second one was really, really rough. The third one, J.J. Abrams directed, and it brought him back in, brought the franchise back in the forefront. Four was Ghost Protocol, which him on the Dubai Tower. That was amazing with Brad Bird directing. Do you remember that? Did you ever see that movie? No, I haven't. You haven't? Have you seen any of them? I saw the most recent one. Uh, not, not Fallout. Is that right? Yeah, I did really like that. Yeah. So, but if you go back and you watch all of them from like you know up until like five or six, they're really you could see how far this franchise has come. Uh, they've added added characters. They've taken characters away. Ethan Hunt's the main thing. Bing Rhames is the, it's the whole thing. It's amazing. And Tom Cruise, I love Tom Cruise. Everyone, he's so awesome. I fucking love him. Tom Cruise, I'm I could he's amazing. I want to be Tom Cruise when I grow up. You want um, to be Tom Cruise? So you're yeah. gonna go jumping down on jump up and down on Oprah's couch? Yeah, Tom Cruise. I'm, I'm in love with Katie Holmes. I'm in love with Katie Holmes. I'm not gay. Go see my new movie. Exactly. Family Guy joke. I, yeah, I know. So listen, Tom Cruise is what he's. This is his franchise, and he loves it. I actually follow their Instagram plug. Follow their Instagram. Um, I love this franchise. It's so fun. Ever since three and four, they've just jacked it up more. Five, the opening scene of five is, you know that scene in the trailer for Mission Impossible 5 where you the film, he's on the plane, it's on the side of the plane? Yeah. That how, that's how the movie starts. It's brilliant. And it's so much fun. That movie came out in 2015 and I loved every single second of it. I did not see Fallout, sadly. I missed that one. But seven and eight have already been announced, and they've been delayed. I think to twenty twenty one or twenty two. So, as far as I know, or no, as far as you know, yeah. So I, I, last I checked. So, anyways, um, any other franchises that I love near and dear to my heart? Uh, well, I love a lot, but I'm trying to think. Uh, Star Wars and Johnson. I think that's all I got. Um, so yeah, that, that's my list. So my, my list was Harry Potter. Uh, Marvel, in no particular order, Marvel, DC, Star, uh, Star Wars, Star Trek, Indiana Jones, Harry Potter, and Mission Impossible. Those are my seven. So I had seven this time, Bill. Ha ha. How about that? Wow. Wow. So you went, so you went, um, you went two over me. I actually did, which is okay. Um, it's all right. But I love, Oh, those are my franchises. I'd say I go to, I go see all. If there's a new one coming out, I'm going to see it. So yeah, we'll see what. Um, yeah, you never know what's going to happen. And um, guys, what's your favorite franchises? Tell yeah. us. Listen, sound off in the comment section below. Sound off on the chat board. Share your thoughts. Uh, we're gonna wrap up the video in about a minute or two, just because. Um, you know, I think it's getting. We think we've gone over time a little bit, but that's okay. Um, next week's topic. Um, I will do a video on that. Uh, separately announcing what our next topic is for next week and uh, by next Wednesday you'll by next Wednesday you'll be seeing our next live video on here on the Superview show and plug for Movieholics Productions check us out follow us check him out over there and Bill is now handling our Superview show Twitter and you okay, can tweet I, us at Superview show yes you are because I think yeah. I gave you, I gave you yeah yeah I'll, I'll I'll handle that I, I'm sorry I've been a little lax on that lately uh, that's okay you can, with that in my podcast so yeah yeah tweet whatever you want Anyways, so I want to thank you all for tuning in to us today. Uh, thank you so much for broad, uh, for joining us for the, our favorite movie franchises. We're still getting used to what's going on here on the Superview Show with Mixed Bag. But like I said, I will do a video. Once we decide a topic, I'll announce it for next week, and you guys can check us out. I want to thank my good man, Bill, who's joining us today. Bill, thank you so much for joining us today. Always a pleasure. Yes, Bill, you are the bomb.com. Hopefully, those want stay safe, my friend. Stay safe. You as well. All right. All right, guys. Take care. All right, everyone.